That's popped up. Shallow center field. Correa is out, calling everyone off. He's there, makes the catch, and that is the ball game. Now, the Houston Astros are 2017 American League West champions. Another Astros podcast. When will he strike Uriel? He uncoils out of that stance. This is when the Astros are at their best. Three and one. As Guriel hits one high and deep. Left field and goal! A three-run shot by Yuli puts the Astros up three to nothing. Well, this crowd, they've been looking for something to cheer for all night on the offensive side, and they just got it. I was surprised that Petit gave in. Pretty much center cut for Guriel, who uncoiled out of that Cobra stance and struck it deep to left center field. His 18th home run of the season, his 70. 71st and 72nd RBIs of the year, and now Mike Sosha is going to make a pitching change. One out in the seventh, the Astros lead three to nothing. Now the one-two. Broken bat, pop up, out to Altuve, takes it on one hop, goes to second for one. Bregman throws to third. They have Revere caught in a rundown. Davis chasing him back. Now Bregman applies the tag. Trout at first base. Excellent execution by the Astros as they turn a double play in an unorthodox fashion. So heady by the middle infielders for the Astros. First for Altuve. He could have came up and caught that in the air easily, but he recognized the chance to get a pair and a great play by Bregman after getting that. You thought he was going to first? Nope. He's going to get the runner between second and third. Bregman way ahead of his time as a major leaguer as far as knowing how to play. Excellent play. All right, it's 3-2. Here it comes. And Upton skies one right side foul ground. Guriel is over, has a play onto the warning track, makes the catch, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros shut out the Angels winning tonight by a final of three to nothing as the Astros pick up their seventh win in their last eight games. A clutch three-run shot by Yuli Gurriel, breaking the scoreless ball game, and a whole lot of Justin Verlander, who wins for the fourth time as an Astro. The Astros have won seven of their last eight. Please now to be joined by our player of the game, brought to you by your Houston area Lexus dealers. It is Alex Bregman, and uh, uh, maybe the play of the game tonight that you were a part of, Bregman, in the, in the ninth inning with Mike Trout at first base. And, uh, or beg your pardon, Mike Trout at the plate and runners at first and second, a ground ball or a shallow little pop-up that Altuve let drop through to you to get an out at second base. And then you wound up catching Ben Revere in a rundown between second and third for an unconventional double play. Just take us back through that play and what was going through your mind uh, as that play developed. Well, as soon as Trout hit it, I knew he got jammed and uh, Altuve was going to have a chance to let it bounce. And... He let it bounce, but both runners have to freeze because they would get doubled off in the air if he caught it. So uh, immediately Altuve was yelling three and just spun and fired to third, and J.D. was right there for it. And I mean, this this crowd tonight, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's a, that's a big-time win right there. You get Verlander out there. How much on your toes does he make everybody get because of you know what to expect when he's out there and you know you don't want to mess up it? Are you on higher alert? 
Oh, you're you're on high alert with him and uh, all of our pitching staff. Really, those guys have done a great job of pounding the zone. And uh, he was he was special tonight. He deserved to win that game. Garrett Richards threw uh, threw well as well. So um, it was a, it was one of the more fun ball games to be a part of. And it was just that's that's baseball right there. And you you speak of Garrett Richards, you know, you, you guys had to breathe a sigh of relief when he got out of the ball game after those six innings, and you, you came up with that big walk as part of that that rally that Guriel finished with the three-run home run in the seventh. Yeah, you know, um, Richards is is one of the best pitchers in the game, and um, we were we were battling him the whole night, uh, got his pitch count up a little bit, and he came out of the game, and then um, Altuve did a great job getting us going, um, and then of course Yuli with a big uh, three-run homer. All right. Hey, Alex, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on the win. Thanks, guys. That's what I'm talking about. Great play, buddy. Robert Ford joined by Rich Dower, uh, Astros infield coach and also Astros first base coach. And uh, a really exciting time for the Astros right now, obviously clinching the division on, on Sunday. But uh, still uh, still games to be played and still trying to see if you can get past that, that great Indians team for uh, best record in the American League. Well, they're they're playing great baseball, and so are we. You know, um, we're still close enough to pass them. Shows that we had a pretty great year too. What was that celebration like for you on Sunday? I mean, uh, a lot of times, and rightfully so, when team clinches, the focus is on the players and, and their celebration. What 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 was what was going through your mind, and what was what was the celebration like for you on Sunday? Well, for me, it is all about the players. I I you know I'm fortunate enough to be on a, an Astro. Uh, team that has been in the playoffs two out of three years now. It's uh, obviously a, not, a lot nicer than not have to go through the uh, playoff game like we did in, two years ago in New York, but that was also pretty exciting, uh, the last three you know, series that we played. But it is a lot better now that we can set our rotation up. We, can, we know we're going to uh, be there, and we know we're going to have a five-game series, and it's not one and, one and done, but... Um, it's just a pleasure to be on a team that has um, a tremendously gifted amount of players that are also um, not cocky, that they give back to the community, they, they care about each other, and they, you know, and, and it's family atmosphere, and um, you don't find that very often in a, on a team that's this good in a, in, a, in a lot of organizations. Does the celebration this year for winning the division feel differently than 2015 celebrated last day of the season got into the wild card game i think it's a little different because we didn't have to uh worry about it um you yeah. know we, we clinched in arizona and um then we had to go to new york which was out of control exciting and you know obviously anytime you do anything in new york it's uh, you know it's got all the big time stage to it but you know, we knew we were going to win the division a long time ago. You know, there's always a chance, and you always, every time you go out and play, you're always going, "We got to have this game because you know, this and this." And I've been a numbers guy since, uh, you know, if we win so many games, they got to do, they got to do this, right, and uh, right. it, it finally it helps that we're we're done. Talking about one, I'll talk about one of your infielders now, Alex Bregman, and you know, watching him the last few weeks. I know me and Steve Sparks up in the booth. We've noticed. Uh, that it seems like the throwing is better for him at, th- at third base. Seems like he's getting more on his throws. Is that something you've noticed as well and have worked on uh, with Alex as well? Well, he works hard every day. I mean, all our infielders work hard. We have a routine that they go through every day, um, whether it be here, but more so here than and on the road. But early in the season, I, I actually think he might have had a little bit of a sore arm because mm-hmm. he was dropping down a lot and the ball was uh, you know sinking on him. 
Um, and, to, you know, as the season went on, it got better and better. But Alex has got such quick feet that he can get to a ball and set them so fast that, you know, he can get a lot on a throw. And plus, he's got a short – he's a third baseman, but, you know, he came up as a shortstop, so he's got a strong arm. But I, I really think this guy's first step – I mean, when the ball's hit, I mean, and it's a pleasure to watch this. When when the ball's hit, he's already in motion before it's hit, gets to the ball. Like, he's get, he plays off the line, gets the balls down the line, sets his feet in deep third base, and makes solid throws to uh, Uli. So he's done a great job, and he works at it. You know, you talk about the, f- the footwork and the feet, and a lot of people understand how important that is in order to, to have your throws be accurate and, and have something on them, right? Well, it's the main thing. I mean, you can have, you know, if you have good hands and bad feet, you're going to be a below average um, infielder. But if you got great feet and average hands, the chances are you're going to be very good. Rich Dower, Astros first base coach and infield coach. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Robert. Brad Peacock is my guest today here on Astros before the second game of this three-game series with the Angels. And uh, just want to ask you, Brad, what were you doing in January of this year before you went to spring training, what were you thinking? You were out of options. You knew you had to have a good showing to stick with this team, but you never know with the other teams. But how are you feeling going into spring training and just your workouts? Tell you the truth, I had a great offseason workout-wise, and I was healthy. And Coming into spring, I had a good head on my shoulder. I had a lot of confidence, but uh, you know, I didn't know where I was going to be. But uh, we had some injuries at the end of spring, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I was lucky enough to make the long man spot. How much did it linger in the back of your mind that you were out of options? I didn't let it get to me, to tell you the truth, because uh, if I did, I knew uh, you know, I might have struggled in spring, uh-huh. and I needed, needed to have a good spring and show that I, uh, I, can, I can play up here. And you came in, and you were flashing that, uh, that brand-new slider, and we saw a little bit of it last year, but uh, you, you've taken it to another level, and we saw it early the first month of the season out of the bullpen. How much have you tinkered with that since? None at all. Yeah. <laughs> Since last year, you know, I I knew I had to try something different. Yeah. You know, like I said before, what I was doing really, really wasn't working for me. So, uh, you know, last year I changed it up, brought it in to the end of the season last year and saw some of the swings I was getting on it and uh, felt confident with it and rolled with it this year. Your fastball, when it's low, you get a lot of freezes on that pitch. Do you have any idea why or do you think it just holds this line better than some guys? Yeah, I think I think it does, but um, I actually added a, a sinker this year and you know, just uh, throwing it to righties on the outside corner and starting off the plate and trying to bring it on the plate. I think that's what, what I get most of my freeze pitches on for sure. How has your mind changed since you and Stephanie had your, your first child this summer? A lot. I mean, uh, priorities have changed? Definitely. You know, I'm trying to be able to take care of them and just trying to have, you know, some good years ahead of me, and hopefully I uh, can take care of him, for sure. Talking with Brad Peacock, and Brad, how how much have you allowed yourself to, to think about the postseason? Have you let yourself yet? I mean, I'm sure everybody has. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I've never been uh, in the playoffs before, and uh, looking forward to the opportunity, for sure. How fun was it to celebrate with the team? You were around in 2015, but you were hurt, so you weren't really part of it, weren't really part of the celebration. This time around, you guys clinched the division. How special was it for you knowing you were a big part of it? I mean, it was something I'll never forget. Um, in 15, they sent me home to rehab, and I wasn't even here with the team during the playoffs, so I didn't get to get to see what was going on. And, uh, you know, it hurt me pretty bad, and I was just home doing nothing mm-hmm. and uh, just wanted to be with the team. But this year, 
got to do it, and hopefully uh, we got a couple more, yeah. couple more ahead of us. When you're hurt on a team, you're on the disabled list, how isolated do you feel? I mean, I, I would imagine you feel like uh, you're not even part of the team. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You know, I just sit there every day and watch everybody play, and, you know, it's kind of hard to keep, uh, keep the faith, but, uh, you know, I got through it. Look where we are now. I mean, it's exciting. It's awesome. Last thing, be honest. When you go home after pitching a good game, do you and Stephanie ever just go, oh, my gosh, what is going on or anything like that or just, man, I can't believe how well this is going? I did towards the middle of the year. Yeah. But now I, I just have confidence this year, man. Like, I just ha- I trust my stuff. And, you should. Yeah, <laughs> trust my stuff. <laughs> and things are going good. Knock on wood. Tell you that. <laughs> All right, Brad Peacock, man, it's been phenomenal. I mean, it's going to be a long ride. you still got a lot more to go. But uh, congratulations on what you've done so far, and keep it, keep it going, man. I appreciate it. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.